This is the TTP, Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. Welcome to Sefer Bamidbar. Welcome to the new book of the Torah, now talking about when the Jews were in the desert. And I want to rehash the idea I've talked about in the past, focusing on the phrase, focusing on the word Bamidbar. Why is it called Bamidbar? Chabad.org points out to us in the in-depth discussion from the Mechilta de Rashbi when it says that Hashem spoke to Moshe in the, in the Sinai Desert, in the Midbar at Sinai, right away in Bamidbar, why was the Torah given in the desert? Why was it given in the Midbar? It could have been given anywhere, right? The Torah, the Mechotah de Rashbi points out, the Torah was given to the people of Israel in the ownerless desert. For if it were given in the land of Israel, the residents of the land of Israel would say, it is ours. And if it were given in some other place, the residents of that place would say, it is ours. Therefore, it was given in the wilderness so that anyone who wishes to acquire it may acquire it. Isn't it fascinating about Torah that anyone can endow themselves at any point in any aspect? There's something in Yahadut. There's something in Judaism for everyone. Whether it be someone who's just, just, just coming back to Judaism and loves the singing and loves the kumzits and loves just sitting at the Shabbos table, or whether it's someone who's in-depth learning 20 blot Gemara straight and is on fire, there's something for everyone on every different level. Anyone who wants to acquire it can acquire it, whether you're learning the Musa or learning Halacha, learning the Daf or learning Parsha, anything you can do, you can acquire the Torah. It is ownerless, but everyone can take a stake and own some aspect of Torah in, and it is bottomless also. Just like the desert goes on and on and is vast and seems to have no end in sight, so too the Torah is vast and there's no end in sight. There's always more you can learn. There's always more you can get and there's always more you can accomplish and acquire and try to get into your mind trying to accumulate more and more the psikta de Rav kahana also points out why was the torah given in the desert to teach us that if a person does not surrender himself to the torah like the desert he cannot merit the words of torah and to teach us that just as the desert is endless, so is the Torah without end, as we just mentioned a minute ago. We must surrender ourselves to the Torah. You can't acquire the Torah if you're arrogant, if you're full of yourself, if you're a Balgaiva. You can't attach yourself to the Torah if you feel that you're so great, you're so wonderful, you're so up there and up there and up there. You have to make yourself like a desert. You have to make yourself understand that the Torah is endless, like the desert is endless. And that's why we start off thinking, Bamidbar, in the desert, Hashem teaches us these aspects, these lessons that the Torah is given in the desert. We understand as well that the Shabbos before Shavuos, we specifically talk about Bamidbar. Shavuos is coming up just in a week or so. It is customary, of Yosef Yitzchak of Labavish points out, it is customary that on the Shabbos before a wedding, the bridegroom is called to the Torah. Shavuos, the festival which coincides with the anniversary of the giving of the Torah at Har Sinai, represents the marriage of Hashem and Israel. This is why the Torah portion of Bamidbar in the desert is usually read on the Shabbos before Shavuos. As Rav Yosef Yitzchak of Labavish points out, 
in general, we should understand that we need it to be with us in the desert as well. Why was the Torah given in the desert? To understand that even if we go into a place that is physically devoid of everything, even if we go into a place that seems spiritually devoid of everything, we take our Torah with us, and it could come with us anywhere. We take it on the road. When we go to work, even in an environment that seems devoid of anything, it's nice to see when someone has a daf open. It's nice to see when someone has a shtai mikra open. It's nice to see when someone has a halacha book open. Or it's nice to see when someone's listening to a shir or listening to a comment or involved in a Torah class or a Torah study. The Torah is ownerless. Anyone can be taking part in the Torah. Anyone can grab hold of the Torah. Anyone can be involved in the Torah. We just have to grab hold of it. We just have to grab onto it and do what we can to attach ourselves to it. We need to do what we can to grab that Torah. Understand that the Torah is ownerless. And understand also that Medrash Rabbah points out to us by three things the Torah was given. By fire, by water and by the desert. By fire, it's written in Shemos that Har Sinai was altogether on smoke because Hashem descended upon it in fire. By water, it is written in Shoftim, the heavens also dripped, yeah, the clouds dripped water. And by desert, as it is written right here in this week's Parsha, Hashem spoke to Moshe in the desert of Sinai because we established our commitment to the Torah through fire through water, and through the desert. When Avram was being thrown into the fiery furnace, that's why it's called Or Kazdim. When we talk about Avram, it's a reference to the idea that he was thrown into the fiery furnace. When he was thrown into that furnace for his loyalty to the way of Hashem, lest one say that this was an extraordinary act by an extraordinary individual at the shores of the Red Sea, an entire people plunged into the sea's waters when the divine command to move forward was issued. And lest one say this was a spur-of-the-moment heroism, for 40 years the people of Israel, the Bnei Israel, followed Hashem through the barren, hostile desert, trusting in Him to provide for them and protect them. As the prophet talks about in Yirmiyahu, Zacharti I remember the kindness of your youth, your bridal love, your following after me in the desert in an unsown land. We dafka followed Hashem into the desert all those years ago when we first became a nation, trusting in Hashem, trusting that He would take care of us. Do we still trust Him now? Halavai, we should all have that level of emunah, bitachon, and Hashem, that we do trust Him now, that we understand He's going to give to us, He's going to do for us, and He's going to provide for us in all aspects of our life. And in all aspects of our ways, the Torah was dafka given in the desert. The Torah was dafka given in the Midbar to show us these different aspects that we follow after Hashem. We need the Torah to follow with us wherever we go. We should take it with us, whether we're at work and we have a little break, whether we're on the train and we have a few minutes, or whether we're coming back and we're going to be home and we have a few seconds. What can we do? What can we read? What can we be involved with to make sure that we're not in the barrenness without the Torah? That we're not in the desert without the Torah. We should take the Torah with us. We we establish our commitment and the connection to the Torah with fire, water, and the desert. We need to take it with us. Understand, this is the Shabbos, the week before Shavuos comes. We're about to come 
Ketuah Shavuos, we're about to come to the aspect where we're going to meet with Hashem at the Har Sinai to get the Torah. It was given Davka in the desert to remind us. We teach us that we have to surrender ourselves like the desert in order to merit the words of the Torah. And we have to understand that just like the desert is endless, so too is the Torah without end. There is no end to what we could learn from the Torah. The Torah was given to the people in the ownerless desert. This way anyone could come, anyone can acquire, anyone can learn from it. We come to the new Sefer of the Torah and we see it says Bamidbar. How often are we in the desert? How often do we feel like we're in the sand, in the quicksand and falling quickly without anything to hold on to, without anything to anchor us? And then we realize, of course, we have what to anchor us. We have the Torah, the blueprint of creation, the anchor of our days, the anchor of our lives. We just look into the Torah and see how we can connect to one person might feel very connected to Pirkei like me. One person might be very connected to Parsha. One person might be very connected to Navi, to Tehillim, to Ksuvim, to different aspects, to Daf, to Mikra, to Halacha, to Musa. There's so many things, the possibilities and the choices are endless. They really are endless. You could find any aspect to connect yourself to. You could find any ability, any branch of the Torah. There is no end to it. There's no end to the days of how much vastness there is to the Torah. It is a tree of life to those who grant on to it, those who hold on to it. You could grab onto whatever branch works for you. You just have to find that branch. You have to find that tree. You have to find whatever aspect you can to hold on to it, hold strongly to it, to come to it. As we come to the Parsha of Bamidbar, we come to the Parsha of in the desert, on the desert. Understand that even if we're in a spiritual desert, in a spiritually decimate climate, that we come to the Torah, we hold on to the Torah, we take it with us on our phones, listening to Shurim, watching Shurim, reading emails or reading articles that are Torah-based, being involved in Jewish music and Jewish books, being involved in a Jewish lifestyle and a Jewish aspect. Understand that we can learn on the way to and from work. We could fill up the Torah in our lives, especially in the desert, Dafka in the desert. We could take it with us to learn in the desert. We have to be made ourselves without any gaiva, without any hoardiness to understand that we could connect to the Torah. Anyone can connect to the Torah. We ascend or render ourselves to the Torah to be able to merit learning the words of the Torah. The desert is endless. And as we come before Shavuos, understanding that we coincide with that, that we are coming to the marriage of Hashem in Israel, learning about the Torah and learning that we give ourselves to commitment. We follow after Hashem. The Torah should follow us in our lives in so many different ways. Remember to take the Torah with you to build up your own desert. Don't be thirsty for the Torah. Make sure to quench your thirst each day a little bit, a little bit to be Kovea Itim in your life. And you will understand why it is called Bamidbar, why the Torah was fully given in the desert. This has been the TTP, Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.